Welcome back to another episode of the Cornell Thank You Podcast. I'm Michelle here with Steph right after our conversation with Ryan Green. Talk about someone leaving the campus differently from the way they found it when they stepped on and wild accomplishments. Yeah. All right. So the key words for this episode are award winner, fiber science, and salad bar narrator. (laughs) Curious? Stay tuned as we meet Ryan Green about to graduate from Cornell in a few weeks, right after we roll the intro. Listeners, today we have a very special guest. You might remember in our early days of recording the podcast, in episode three, we interviewed Dr. Lori Isman Green, who was my little, little sister in SDT, and who is, as we said, very little, but a intellectual and personality powerhouse. And she married her college sweetheart, Greg, and they had two children and two twins. And today, Michelle nabbed twin Ryan Green, who is graduating from Cornell in a few weeks, right, Ryan? Uh, yeah, um, okay. I think the 28th. Great. Oh, well, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for getting up on a Sunday morning to, yeah, to no, talk with us. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Oh, my God. Do you guys remember the Wonder Twins Activate cartoon? <laughs> of course. He won't. He won't. But I do. Sure. I yeah. But I've definitely, I've definitely seen like the clips of it. <laughs> okay. You've seen the clips. I mean, this is what's going on. I've never yeah. seen twins like this in my life. But let's concentrate just on Ryan. Ryan, you had two parents that went to Cornell, but at what point did you realize it was also going to be your school? Um, yeah, so I think, um, I mean, my parents kind of brought me up here a lot of the summers um, growing up, so I'm very familiar with Ithaca. I think just um, it's always been a place where I've kind of connected with. Of course, they never really brought me up in the winter when it was gross. <laughs> but when I really started thinking about actually coming here it was about sophomore year, we visited actually to look for schools that at that point I was looking in human ecology. I saw the fiber science major sheet and I think just the specificity of it and being able to do something that was like niche, but also impactful was really attractive to me. And then through just kind of the rest of the college process, that sort of major kind of always stuck out in my head and kind of drove me towards a material science field. And then by the time I started, I wanted to decide like where I was going. I was like, I might as well go to the school that kind of like inspired the whole thing. How does a 15 year old boy in high school get interested in fiber science? I, I don't think many kids even know what that is. How are you interested in that? So I'm going to be completely honest. I didn't really know what it was at the time. Um, I like, I've always been interested in material science and just what things are made of and how like everyday items kind of come together. And then I remember just going into the human ecology advising center or whatever. I honestly forgot what room it was. And they had these major sheets where it was like, just like a little handout. And I remember just taking the fiber science one, just kind of reading it and just immediately being like, Oh, this is really cool. Very heavy STEM, but also with a, human-centered approach, which I think is really the thing that kind of sold me. Yeah. Unbelievable. All right. Uh, We we do want to get into the nitty-gritty of your major and some very exciting things that have happened to you on campus. But first, give us a little snip of first days on campus. How does your experience at Cornell go? 
And what was it like with two parents dropping you off who had been there and probably wanted to tell you every single thing they'd ever done? Even without the parents or anything, just the initial going to college is very life-changing. You just you get plopped out and you're just like, oh, I'm here now. <laughs> so it was definitely pretty overwhelming. Um, but my freshman floor was all singles. So we had this kind of like um, open door policy and just kind of hung out. And then it that kind of evolved into us all kind of forming a really kind of close friend group that throughout freshman year and then even beyond, we've been super close. So I think that kind of immediate community really helped settle me in. So usually when we interview a guest, we build up to sort of what they're doing now. We're going to start with the big announcement and then sort of work back to hear how you got this amazing award. So Ryan has been chosen as one of the SUNY Chancellor Awards for Student Excellence. Okay. Think about how big Cornell is. Only eight students in the graduating class get this award and you are one of them, which is amazing. So congratulations on that. I can only imagine how proud your parents are and how proud you are of yourself. I mean, that's a real achievement. So can we talk about a few of the things that you got involved with um, at Cornell to see how that led up to this award? Uh, Yeah, sure. Okay. What should we start with, Michelle? There's so many things. I know. There's everything. All right. But let's talk about, because it is an academic institution, there is an academic piece to this. And from what we understand, and you probably would not brag about, you had like a 4.1 grade point average. Is that true? Uh. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Were you motivated by grades because you thought I really have to do well for the next stage after Cornell? Or are you just a high achiever? I'm more motivated by, oh, I need to get all of this done than, oh, I need to get these good grades. But Hmm. just kind of the way my mind works, like my version of done is like, oh, you need to do this and this and this and this and this. this." Yeah. All right. But you obviously, you you left some time for other activities as well. So tell us first, you were the, what position on the club lacrosse team? I'm a goalie on the club lacrosse team. And I can imagine at a school like Cornell where lacrosse, you're getting the best players in the country. The club team must be pretty good. Yeah. Club I've really enjoyed as an outlet. It's a really good mix of the talent level is there, but it's super chill, very kind of relaxed. I think we practice like once or twice a week. It's a really good mix of high talent, but low mental investment where it's just kind of like a fun thing that I can do. All right. We also know that you resurrected Sigma Nu Fraternity. Tell us a little bit about how that happened. Yeah. So uh, we were kicked off, I think in 2018 for, I think it was a hard liquor infraction. So then junior year the suspension had ended and so my dad was a member of sigma nu when he was here so when they were refounding um one of my dad's friends jeff woodring who's on the alumni board was like hey do you want to kind of help with this i was like yeah sure i'd rushed freshman year i never really kind of got into it. it i'm definitely more of like an introverted person so the whole go to every house meet every person do blah, 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 it's yeah kind of not really my thing I was like, oh, we'll do this. We'll see what happens. And yeah, it's been kind of a chaotic roller coaster. There's been a number of sort of hurdles we've had to kind of overcome internally and externally. But I mean, kind of coming out of it, I've made some of my closest friends at Cornell through it and definitely wouldn't change it. Yeah. Ryan, what happened to the Sigma Nu house once Sigma Nu was not active on campus anymore? Did you keep the house and were you able to move back into it once you 
became active again? Uh, yeah. So our property association owns the house. So it's like once you become an alumni, you become part of the property association. Then that's kind of how our alums have been really closely involved with the house for a while. So when we were kicked off, they rent. They started renting to tenants um, for the two or three year period that it was off. So um, that's kind of how the house sort of stayed afloat. And then last year we came in and then that's kind of also where some of the conflict came in is there were some tenants in the house while we were trying to rebuild and like establish a fraternity. But again, the tenants were, there was just conflict there. So that was definitely a bit tough. Like we were pretty much relegated to the basement of the house for all of last spring. Oh God, I can only imagine the basement. What did it smell like? Honestly, I think there was still like a decent, like just old beer smell from. Yeah. Yeah. Beer and wings. Yeah, beer and wings really... and, and feet. Yeah, and feet. <laughs> like there's always a little undertone of feet yes. in every fraternity yes. house. Yeah, okay. hint of feet. Okay. So Ryan, tell us also, because there is another component to this award, which I believe is some community service or philanthropic work. Tell us a little bit about what you've done. For human ecology, I'm on the Dean's Undergrad Advisory Council Community Service Committee. So I've been on this since freshman year. We Pretty much have tried to run some local community service events like in the Ithaca area. Over the pandemic, we had uh, we connected with some local Ithaca schools and had like a kind of game night with some of the kids. That was really nice. Recently, we've worked with, I think, Cornell EMS or another organization to do CPR training for students in human ecology. Wow. So Ryan, you are graduating in a few weeks, but I understand you're going to stay at Cornell to get a master's degree. Is that accurate? And what's the master's degree going to be in? So the master's is in uh, material science engineering. So they kind of reached out to me, I think last spring and like being like, Hey, this is an option you can do like your second semester, senior year, you can sort of co-enroll in these engineering classes and then finish up either in the fall or in the following spring. So I'm going to end up finishing. I have my last full semester next semester. And then I have one other class I need to finish up that I didn't have the exact prerequisites for this semester. Okay. And tell us a little bit about either the things that you've done within fiber science or things that you plan to do, whether it be research or programs. Tell us about that. I think sort of the highlight of my entire undergrad career has been the research I've been doing. So I'm in Professor Margaret Frey's lab, um, have been since spring of sophomore year. And it's just been a really rewarding experience being able to kind of get into an actual lab, do what I want to do, which is like research and development work. So um, like my honors thesis I'm working on, or I was working on taking plastic bottle waste. So like Coke bottle, Poland Spring bottles, and turning them into nanofibers, which are basically little fibers of like polymer that are less than 500 nanometers. So that's like 40 to 100 times smaller than a human hair and using them like face mask filtration. Wow. So that's been, yeah, that's been a really rewarding experience being, so that's my honors thesis. So that's been a really awesome experience just getting to kind of from full ideation to actually running the project has been awesome. I loved what you said earlier in the in the conversation about being a scientist, but using it to help humanity. And I think human ecology was probably the perfect yeah. fit for you. So now you're in the engineering school to get your master's. That's 
part of the engineering college? Yeah. Okay. Well, Ryan, Michelle and I would like to offer our services to you because having graduated many, many years ago, sometimes you leave with regrets. I should have done this. I should have you know, tried that. So we wanted to help you create a bucket list since you have a few weeks left of your undergraduate time at Cornell, and then you have some additional time. Would you like our help with that? Yeah, sure. Let's do it. Okay. How do we want to do it, Michelle? Well, I guess we want to throw our ideas out there and you will say, yes, I'm putting it on my list or no, I'm not putting it on my list. Got it. Okay. Yeah. And to force you, we will offer up nine ideas. You can pick five of them, but you have to pick five. And then you're going to come back on the show a year from now and tell us (laughs) if you did them. Okay. We're holding feet to the fire. Sounds good. Okay. So be careful when you reject an idea because you have to have five. Okay. All right. Here's the first one. How about tour a local vineyard? Ithaca's famous for its wineries. I've do- I have done that very far. Oh, oh, he already does, did that. Does that does that count? I don't know. Tour a different one. Tour a different one. Yeah. Okay. Tour another okay. vineyard. Good. Okay. Definitely gonna do that. Okay. Retake the swim test doing the dog paddle only. Yeah, no, no. He rejected it right away. There was no yeah, thought. It's okay. Weird. Did that as soon as I got onto campus and haven't thought about it since. <laughs> Nor should you. <laughs> okay. Well, then on the swim theme, how about going swimming in the gorges? Uh, very fun. We'll do again. Have done. Good. He, yeah. He's done a lot. Okay. We'll do it again. Yeah. All right. I want to offer this one. We'd like you to narrate the salad bar. For example, you follow somebody around and you say, oh, no, not the zucchini. Oh, salad choice. Hearts of palm. Don't take the radicchio. We want you to narrate somebody filling up their plate. Hold on. There's nine, nine of these. I need five. Yeah. Right, and I have two. So... Okay. Yeah, I can I can reject that one. Okay. Oh, he's rejecting it. Oh, shoot. I thought he was going to accept it and get a video. Okay. <laughs> at your peril, Ryan. At your peril. Okay. <laughs> How about, have you had a PMP at the shortstop deli? Oh, I have had a PMP. My parents ingratiated me in hot Okay. Rock. Well, then you have to go back and you have to get the suey. The suey. Yeah. You want to hear what's on it? No, this, I just forget. It's garlic bread with marinara sauce, Italian sausage, pepperoni, mushrooms, shredded mozzarella, and a sprinkle of oregano. Can you handle that? Do you have any food allergies? Nope. Good. All right. The suey. Personally, a WGC person, but happy to try it. Okay. All right. That's on the list. That's good. All right. We want you to show up to a class that you are not enrolled in with only five minutes left in the prelim and ask the professor for a number two pencil. (laughs) Problem with that would be figuring out when a class has a prelim. Yeah. Mm. You're very smart, Ryan. I'm sure you can figure that out. You're resourceful. Just get in there. You could leave a minute later. You come in, you, you ask for the number two pencil, you could walk right out or put a pledge up to it. Oh. Could probably work more. That's a good idea. (laughs) That was a good solution. We might get get kicked off again if I do that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that wouldn't be worth it. Okay. What about, have you had a fishbowl at level B? I have had a fishbowl at level B. Have you finished one by yourself? No. Okay. Well, we'll put that on the list. Those things are gross. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but you get the dinosaur at the end. Yeah. All right. Right? That's amazing. That's amazing. Way too sweet. They are sweet. Okay, we want you to walk into the dining hall and insist on swiping people's cards because you are King Swiper and we want you to wear a homemade sash that says King Swiper. No, 
I'll skip that one. <laughs> Suddenly narrating the salad bar sounds a lot better. <laughs> well, the salad bar is starting to sound a lot better. Yeah. All right. Well, listen, do we have any more or is that it? Um, you know, we did. We, we have two that maybe you would consider doing if your okay. list needs to be rounded out. We we thought maybe you would try out for an acapella group. Do you sing? I do not sing. I am. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. And would you consider going up to the clock tower and screaming out, I love donuts? I love what? Donuts. I like that. That honestly could probably happen at some that point. Okay, good. Right? I think we have I mean, a complete list now. All right. Well, thank you, Ryan. Yeah. We'll look yeah. forward to talking to you. Yeah. And okay. by the way, if our podcast is still around and you haven't been kicked off of campus for any of these hijinks, you're coming back on the show in a year to tell us how you did. <laughs> Sounds good. All right. Very good. All right. So, Ryan, let's do our speed round now that we've gotten you thinking about all the things to do at Cornell. What was your favorite on-campus and off-campus dining? Yeah, I've always been a trillion person. Not as like a consistent eating, but just for like the vibes, I have to go DP Dough. DP Dough. It's this like fast food calzone place on College Ave that they, it's open till like 4 a.m. Wow. A lot of good memories. Oh, we missed that stuff. Put that on our bucket list for that next goes- time. <laughs> All right. Um, how about favorite bar? I have to go hideaway. We've been there. Ask for Veronica. She's the best bartender in the world. She is. Makes a good Long Island iced tea. Um, okay. What about what song, Ryan, do you think you will forever associate with being Sigma Nu? I think Something in the Orange by Luke Bryan. Okay. Oh, good one. I love it. What grade did you get in organic chem? One or two. Both. Got an A plus and then an A. Okay. Um, I'll kill him. <laughs> Ryan, where tell us where you studied, because obviously you did some studying along the way. Honestly, I'm a very at-home studying person. We like to ask people their pet peeves. Do you have a pet peeve? Everyone driving in college town constantly. That's good. You mean the way they drive or the fact that they're driving in college town? The way no one in Ithaca knows how to drive. Everyone double parks. No one uses blinkers. That's annoying. I think there's been like three times in my three years living in College Town that I've driven through that Dryden College Ave intersection area and not seen at what least one person doing something blatantly illegal or stupid. Okay. Well, move to Florida, Ryan, and then we'll talk. Okay. <laughs> you, you can't imagine the driving down here. Okay. <laughs> All right. Do you have one, Michelle? I do. Okay. And, and don't ask me to explain it. And it's a one-worder and it just, it just is... Uh, horses valid valid <laughs> thank you just just horses wow there's a lot to unpack there um okay mine is just random ryan will not get it i'm sorry ryan when you have lipstick on and you're outside and the wind comes and the hair uh, gets stuck in the lips yep. yeah ryan's like i don't know what that means don't know but sounds sound terrible we can't come up with some sort of stick proof and the hair gets in there and it's just and then the hair gets sticky and it's tangled i hate that yes i am with you 100 yeah. percent. I, yeah. I think i'll x out horses and double down on the <laughs> lipstick thank you because horses <laughs> we, we need to chat about that it's just i didn't know you had that thing ryan was with me on that though i'm kind of, I'm kind of four horses oh four horses oh michelle Wait. doesn't like them oh, oh. it's a pet peeve i don't pet like peeve. the horses Oh, I thought the question was just horses completely out of context. 
No. Which is oh, no, that was my pet peeve. Oh, okay. You're not with me. I'm going to edit this out because oh. I need you with me on that. <laughs> oh, no, I I definitely like, do like horses. He likes horses. Like, yeah. I was kind of, yeah, but I don't know. They're they're fine. Yeah. I don't know what's not to like, but we'll, we'll, we'll get into that. Maybe we need an episode on horses. Yeah, definitely. All right. Let's turn it around. Ryan, what makes your day? I think just kind of like having been productive and just be able to chill. That's a good one. Steph? Today, I'm just going to say a great golf shot. I'll leave it at that. Really? Yeah. A hole in one? Well, I've never had one, but yes, (laughs) that would make my day for sure. Yeah. Okay. And I am going to say, and Ryan may never have met this friend of ours, but we have a sorority sister named Lizzie. And it makes my day when she goes into instant froth. She gets angry over nothing and she goes from zero to one million. And it makes my day. I love to see it happen. (laughs) We take pleasure in it. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun to watch. Yeah. 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 Um, Okay. Ryan, tell us what, how are you going to spend your last few weeks? Are you done with classes? Are you hanging out with your friends? How are you feeling about graduation? Uh, yeah, it's definitely, definitely a weird feeling. So we have the last day of classes is the ninth. So really just wrapping up all of that and trying to finish up. I don't have too many finals. I have a couple of projects I need to finish up, but nothing terrible. And just trying to really take it in. I think like last night I was walking through college town and just being like, wow, this is kind of like one of the last times I'm ever going to do this. And just trying to like be in the moment and enjoy things and say yes to people are like, hey, we're doing X. Just be like, okay, even if I'm not entirely feeling it, just go. Yeah, that's so smart. Let me ask you this, because you are a senior, so we won't necessarily ask you for advice to seniors, but think back to your time as a freshman. What advice would you give an incoming freshman? It's not that deep. Like, I think, especially coming to a place like Cornell, a lot of freshmen are like, oh my God, I need to do this and this and this and this. I definitely fell into that of like being kind of paralyzed and I need to get on top of everything and be the best student. Otherwise I'm going to fall through the cracks. And especially in a majors where you're working with like pre-meds who are trying to do the best they can to get into med school. It can definitely be a lot. And just kind of knowing like work hard, do well, like it'll work itself out the way it's supposed to work out no matter what. And just kind of allow yourself to enjoy being here. Well, listen, a special shout out to your parents, Lori and Greg. We didn't mention this, but your twin sister, Danny, is graduating Wesleyan Phi Beta Kappa. And you've obviously excelled at Cornell. So we're just so happy to hear that you guys are thriving. And we wish you all the best success next year and and whatever you go on to do. And, And when you think back now, Ryan, on your Cornell experience, what are you most thankful for? Honestly, just some of the guidance I've gotten from for example, like Professor Frey from my parents, um, from Professor Cozen, and just having had the support, I think especially this is something human ecology does really well that I think some of the other university doesn't do as well of just having a faculty that actually is like supportive and, and engaging with the students. And I think that was really helpful for my kind of growth. Hmm. I mean, even his answer to that is smart. All right. Well, Ryan, thank you. You are so sweet to come on air. We've been dying to talk to you really all year, but then it was accelerated by this award, which is just so much to be proud of. And we are so proud of you. And thank you for your time on a Sunday and best of luck. We'll speak to you in a year. We're going to check that. Yeah. Good luck with the bucket list. Sounds good. Have fun with it.
donut time. Let's get it. <laughs> Let's do it. Thanks, Ryan. Thanks, Ryan. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening. Tune in next week to another episode of the Cornell Thank You Podcast.